Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the King of Kings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're welcome to another session of Knowing Jesus. Knowing Jesus is a program where we study the daily devotionals from Holiness Revival Movement. My name is Priscilla Kyode. And as usual, I'm your teacher. But before we start, let us just bow down our heads for a word of prayer. Hallelujah. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We worship you for another wonderful time that you have brought us together. Father, we honor you because you are God. You are the I am that I am, ancient of days. Father, we bow before you this morning in appreciation, in love before you. We thank you for your goodness, your mercies, and your kindness towards us, our families. Lord, we say take all the glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Father, Lord God, we pray, O oh God, we commit today into your hands and this meeting. We pray, O oh God, that you speak to us, O oh God, as we go into your word. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Lord, send another Elijah to send the fire down. Send a fire also, send a rain to heal the sick, raise the dead, and glorify your name. Lord, I want to be another Elijah, yeah. Oh, Lord, send another Elijah, yeah, to send a fire down. Send the fire, also send the rain to heal the sick and raise the dead and glorify your name. Lord, I want to be another Elijah, yeah, I want to be another Elijah. Elijah was a prophet, was a man of like passion, and the Bible says he prayed that there would be no rain for three and a half years, and there was no rain. Elijah was a man that God used to call down fire. He was bold and courageous and fearless before the prophets of Baal, and because his own God answered by fire, the prophets of Baal were destroyed. He was a man that healed so many sick. He was the man that raised the dead, the child of the widow of Zarephath. Elijah was a man that was used by God. He was also one of the men that did not see God. There were only two that did not die. I mean, I, did, I said did not, sorry, that did not die. There were only two. That was Enoch in the Bible and Elijah. The Bible says he was taken by a chariot of fire. Hallelujah. We want to be another Elijah. Men of power, men of boldness, men of courage that will stand and against the enemy and says, if my God is the true God, if your God is the true God, let us demonstrate the power of our God. Hallelujah. This morning we are speaking on prove every revelation by the scripture. Prove every revelation by the scripture. What is a revelation? A revelation is an insight. It's a, a as it was a revelation to reveal something that was hidden. Revelation to reveal something that was hidden, to reveal a mystery, to reveal the interpretation of things. So when God gives people revelation, God gives them the insight or the reason behind and something happening in the society, something happening in the nation. God gives them an insight into that or God reveals what is going to happen you know in into, into the future although that's not a prophecy prophesy what's going to happen in the future but god can also reveal that to you and his revelation 
God can reveal what, what some things, you know, you know, there's been a lot of revelation. People come and say, I've seen heaven, I've seen hell. You know, we hear about it. We've not, we are still here. We don't know, but people that have seen it, that is a revelation. And right now we have so many revelations that is online. So many revelations, some true, some false, some as uh, the devil wants to make a caricature of the truth or truthful ones. And then he brings, he stages agents of darkness to come and bring out their own revelation. But the Bible says for us to be able to know and to see is this revelation true? The Bible says we should prove. One of the ways that when the Lord was speaking to the children of Israel about false prophets, he says a false prophet come and say to you that this is going to happen and you watch and it does not happen. He's a false prophet. You understand? He's a false prophet. Prophets and you see a lot of people come and say, oh, this is what's going to happen. And then nothing like that happens. What do you do to those people? They are false prophets. It's just talking. They are playing on a game of chance. God, they've not seen any revelation. They've not had any insight. They're just coming to do a wisdom of man. And if that whatever they, they, they are talking about, if it happens, then they'll say, hey, yes, you see, I'm a true prophet. No, that is not how it works. They're talking about prove every revelation by the scripture. Let us go to our text, Isaiah chapter 1, from verse 10 to 15. Yet the word of the Lord, ye rulers of Sodom, give ye unto the law of our God, ye people of Gomorrah. To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me, saith the Lord? I am full of the bond offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts, and I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs or of eagles. When ye come to appear before me, who had required these at your hand to tread my cause? Bring no more vain oblations. Incense is an ob abomination unto me. The new moons and the Sabbath, the calling of assemblies, I cannot away with. It is iniquity, even the solemn meeting. Your new moons and your appointed feast appointed feast my soul hated they are a trouble unto me i am weary to bear them and when ye spread forth your hands i will hide my eyes from you yea when ye make many prayers i will not hear your hands are full of blood so we hear a prophecy of a, a, a revelation of of Isaiah, a prophecy and revelation, and he's telling them, Yeah, yet was his calling on to the people, the rulers of Sodom. So, because if he's saying rulers of Sodom, Sodom had already happened. Remember Sodom and Gomorrah that was destroyed, and I think is a revelation that Isaiah has had of what happened, you know, before God came to the decision that he wants to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, Yeah, my words and give yeah to love. What purpose your multitude of sacrifice, all this sacrifices burnt traps you are bringing to me i will not hear and i will not accept them because you are full of vain oblations all these are vain oblations because you are full of sin the bible says god will not hear the prayer from, from man that a woman that do, that does not know him that is of iniquity the only prayer god is expecting from a sinner is a prayer of a repentance the prayer of repentance only or less by his own providence he decides to hear and to do something about your situation to deliver if you call the bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord so if a sinner is in a problem and decides to remember god say oh god i know god can save me call on the name of oh lord please save me god will save him and you know and if he repents of his sins say lord please forgive me please deliver me from this god has always come true for people like that so god was speaking to the people of uh, the rulers of Sodom and gomorrah that your hands are full of blood so all these things all these your offerings your sacrifice that you bring to me they weary my soul and even now in our days we apply that a lot of false ministers 
false pastors and prophets that are all lifting up hands and say they are lifting it holy hands and all of that but their hands are full of blood their hands they are mixing imagine someone saying you want to do work for god and you go and meet the devil to give you power how oh, what an insult what an insult because they are they don't want to pay the price they don't want to pay the price in fasting and prayer for the power of the holy ghost for the power what do they do they go to the devil for power for fame the bible says, what shall he profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses so our uh, key verse is isaiah 8 20 they said to the law and to the testimony if they speak not according to this word it is because there is no light in them remember we are speaking this morning on prove every revelation by the scripture prove every revelation so you hear a revelation which is so many how do you know that revelation is genuine i'm going to read some of the things that from what our pastor said say god has given divine revelations to many in our days and he's still in the business of doing that the choice of these messengers is a sovereign will some of these revelations are written in books for all to read and some and shared verbally there are scriptural facts to be understood on these revelation messages they follow the pattern of scriptural revelations in the holy bible some are given in plain simple and direct language while some are given in pictorial language and pictures figures of speech the recipient of the revelation message may be an ignorant person whose understanding is unfruitful hence he or she may not be capable of interpreting the revelation received correctly to receive a divine revelation is one thing and to interpret it correctly is another to receive is one to interpret it correctly is another except god gives the grace of interpretation to the recipient the service of another person gifted and called by god will be required to interpret message now we've seen that happen in the bible remember the case of pharaoh pharaoh had a dream when joseph was in the, in, the, in prison and it was only until joseph came out that joseph was able to interpret that dream to Pharaoh, that this is what this dream meant. Even me myself, I've had so many dreams that I've, you know, revelation that I've, you know, um, had to pray about or God, but God just gives me insight to what He has He has shown me what that means. Some of those who receive divine revelation are children, illiterate, unbelievers, and newcomers. If they are to be dependent upon to interpret and apply the revelation they have received, the word of God will be distorted and the church of Christ will be led into error. A sound knowledge of the Bible is required for correct interpretation of a revelation message. Divine revelation or prophesying must not be despised by believers. Apart from normal preaching and teaching from the scriptures the lord also uses this means to edify exalt and comfort his children and by this means also he warns both saints and sinners of the danger of sin and the eternal judgment of hell fire divine revelations are not superior to the written word of god the scripture is the instrument of ascertaining whether revelation is from the holy spirit or not all scripture is given by the inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of god may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good works you understand any revelation that is according to the word and spirit of the scripture exalts jesus promotes righteousness and holiness and does not violate any scriptural landmark should be received for edification exaltation and comfort so in other words if you receive a revelation 
you ask yourself does it exalt our lord jesus does it promote righteousness does it promote holiness does it violate any scriptural landmark you receive if you somebody comes and tells you something that is against a scriptural landmark you know that that revelation is a lie because god's word he has exalted more than anything so his words cannot be broken god will not give you a revelation that is contrary to his word so you ask yourself does that revelation does it violate any scriptural landmark if it does not violate any scriptural landmark you know then you can begin to think about then you can receive it you know it must promote the lord jesus it must promote righteousness it must promote people surrendering their lives to jesus people coming to salvation he must promote the bible everything that will happen you know when, the, when jesus Christ was speaking he said i will pray for that he will give unto you send you the holy spirit and he will teach you all things he will bring all things to your remembrance remembrance he said he will explain everything to you so the holy spirit is working in consonance with god because he is god you cannot be against yourself your soul cannot be working you is working together with god everything is revealing to you is aligned with god god's word it does not go contrary the bible says all scripture is given for inspiration for is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction so in so also every revelation that comes to you more is profitable for 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 reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness if it is not for instruction in righteousness is it if it's not to to direct you to 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 tell to to lead you to to to, to better your 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 your, your your relationship with god there should be there's a you should be weary of such revelation the revelation that is popularly known that of hell heaven and hell one of the things that was said that had an impact on me is when i listened to uh, support, uh, sister linda rica's testimony of him, i believed i've sent that same message of that video to my family to my friends a lot of them did not believe they ignored it I don't know why I believed, but I believed it because I remembered when I was in secondary school, there was a revelation. No, when I was in the uni, there was a there was another woman that had a revelation, and she was against some of these adornments that female carried about. You know, she told us that from which when she she died and she came back, and she said those things were against God's word. I remember very well, and I remember one of the times I was walking on the train and I was wondering, so when lipstick is a sin, that is a sin, huh? Oh, this all this false hair is a see i remember thinking about the revelation i have had okay but because we continue everybody did not take it seriously and we, you know this common woman went you know we continue so when it came again when i heard it again and she you know and she she said she said uh, we are experience of her god took her to hell and how she was uh, being tormented for those things i believed i said this, uh, this is the second time this is coming around so maybe because my maybe my heart was already watered from the first time while i was in the university i don't know i don't really I don't know but god decides who he, he allows to believe he says the god of this world has blinded their eyes as seen that they see not hearing that they hear not may your eyes not be blinded that you will not see what is directly in front of you will your ears not be be be, 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 be stooped that you you will you will hear what god is trying to tell you please it is very important that you pray about this thing but i believed and i i didn't see that oh you know and a lot of other people have come say oh there's a spirit behind sister linda the spirit but if 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 you look at the, the, the testimony what did that testimony do it brought people closer to god 
What did that testimony do? It exalted the name of Jesus. What did that testimony did? It brought thousands and thousands of people all around the world to repentance. Then somebody else is rising up to say that that, that testimony is a lie. It is that second person is is a, is a, is, a, is a devil because. Yeah, at the same time you are you want, you want what the person wants to do is to if you if you succeed you want to shipwreck the thousands of souls that have repented and surrendered their lives to God that have turned away from worldliness. Somebody rises and say, "Oh, that testimony is is is, is what mommy what alone it brought people to Christ." It, that is why even the the, the, the holiness churches that are kicking against it, and I look at them, I said, "Are you probably thinking if a, if a revelation brings people to Christ, if a revelation revelation causes people to surrender to Christ, then you begin you are and is in line with the scripture, then you have to be careful uh, before you begin to, to to condemn, before you begin to point finger." You have not been able to reach a certain number of people. This revelation, revelation, people got to correct their ways. You people got to know the truth of God's word and to correct their ways and to come to the truth and to turn away from evil way. And then you rise up and say, this revelation is from the devil. Oh, may God have mercy upon you. So that you are not kicking against the pricks. Just like Saul did. Saul thought he was doing a great favor to God. Oh, these people are, are trying to destroy the tradition we received, the, the religion we received from Moses. And they are bringing up this man. And Saul was, was zealous. And what happened when he was going to Damascus to bring more Christians to the prison? He saw the Lord Jesus Christ. Why are you kicking against the pricks? You say you are working for me, but you are actually kicking against me. That is what some of these churches do when you are saying, oh, this is a false. Because it's, it's exposing your evil. Something that is bringing people to God. Any revelation that does not bring people to God, they should be weary of it. Any revelation that does not exalt the name of the Lord Jesus, that does not exalt holiness, that, that does not cause you to become holy, that does not cause you to, to, to seek holiness, righteousness, that does not cause you to seek the Lord Jesus in a closer way, you should be weary of it. But if the revelation is that way, then you as a Christian that is standing to say, oh, that revelation must be fake. Something is, you must check yourself. Because are you kicking against the pricks? Are you kicking against the pricks? If you are kicking against the pricks, that means you are kicking against God. God has brought up a revelation. There was some people doubting about the revelation. The Bible says, in the last days, I will pour, when Jesus Christ was speaking in Joel 2, he said, I will pour out my spirit. Let us go to the book of Joel. I'm going to read Joel chapter 2. Because I also see uh, churches that don't want to believe in revelations. Oh, the word of God is there. The word of God is there. But what does, what does Jesus Christ, what does God say? What does God say in his word? Joel chapter 2 from verse 28 and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. What does that mean? Does this God lying? So if you are kicking against, you don't want to hear about prophecy, you don't want to hear about revelation, you say all oh, of that is of, of the devil, that means you are kicking against the pricks. Because he said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants, upon the unmanned in those days will I pour out my spirit. He said, I will pour out my spirit. I will pour out my spirit. These are in the last days. I will pour out my spirit. There will be prophecy. There will be revelation, visions and revelation. What is vision? visions and revelation and, your, and I, 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 I will pour out my spirit and then it's happening and some people are doubting it and it's not all of them that are all fake who told you that is God a liar does God's word say one thing and it does another 
There are some genuine revelation that God is revealing in our days to cause men to, re- to come to repentance, to cause men to turn away from wickedness, to cause men to come into holiness and righteousness. And you stand there and you say, it is not of God. Why are you kicking against the pricks? Yes, there are false revelation. What you are supposed to do is to prove the revelation. Is to prove it. Stop working in any way that seems to be because you want others to, to hail you or you want others to support you. Then you kick against them. Do not kick against the pricks. If you have been called unto order, check your life. The Bible says the reason why we are saved is so that we will not perish. May God have mercy upon us. The doctrines of holiness, the doctrines of righteousness, it is real. Some people think holiness is just me not lying, not stealing, not doing evil, you know, service unto God. Holiness is spirit, soul, and body. Holiness is spirit, soul, and body. Paul speaking, he said that we should should cleanse ourselves from every filthiness of the spirit and flesh and of the body. Every filthiness of the body and of the spirit. What does filthiness of the body is? Filthiness of the body is not only fornication and adultery. Filthiness of the body is so many. you, You defiling the temple of God. You defile the temple of God by sleeping with other people that are not your spouses. You defile the temple of God when you begin to mark it. When you begin to hard things to it that God did not put on your body. You defile the temple of God when you make your body a lie. God will not hold you guiltless. The Bible says that whosoever loveth and maketh a lie will not see the kingdom of God. Lie is lie. And that is still God's word. Prove every revelation. You are a believer. Someone comes to you with a revelation. You help to interpret. You prove every revelation. You prove every revelation. May God give us understanding in Jesus' name. Let us begin to pray this morning. Say, Father, Lord God, if I have sinned against you, I have stood against some of the revelations of these last days. I have been one of those that has, Lord, please forgive me. Forgive me in any way I have kicked against the pricks. In any way, oh God, I have doubted the true revelations that you have given to us. Have mercy upon me and forgive me. Let us begin to say, Lord God, I pray for the discerning spirit. A discerning spirit to be able to discern true revelations. Revelations. Grant me a discerning spirit to discern true revelations. Oh God, grant me a discerning spirit, a discerning spirit to discern true revelations in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, Lord God, we thank you. We worship you for another wonderful day, another wonderful word that has come to us. Lord, we pray, oh God, that you have mercy as many of us that have despised the true revelations and prophecies that you have released in these last days. We pray for your forgiveness in Jesus' name. We pray, oh God, for a discerning spirit to be able to discern and to prove every revelation that is being released, to be able to tell the difference between the false one and the agent and the charlatans and the true revelation of God. Father, we pray for a heart that loves you, a heart that yearns for you. Help us to pant after your word. Help us to pant after you, to be like David. I said, I was glad when they say unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Lord, purge our hearts, our soul, our spirit, man. Where we have sinned against you, we ask for your forgiveness. Where we have behaved contrary to the way we are supposed to behave as believers. 
Father, we ask for your mercy. Have mercy upon us. Forgive us. Cleanse us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord God, as we study your word this morning, as we read your as we go go with us as we this whole week we commit to your hands lord god favor us lord god favor us crown us with favor crown us with success in the mighty name of jesus father lord god cause the hearts of men to be turned towards us oh god in that we seek from them cause their hearts to be turned unto us in the mighty name of jesus father we come against every plans of the enemy the activities of witches and wizards and demonic powers agents of darkness we come against their plans and the agendas, oh God, over our life. We come against the agenda of the enemy over our life. We render it useless in Jesus' name. We pray. Lord, your word says you have given us power to tread upon serpents, upon scorpions, and nothing shall by enemies hurt us. Every plan, every scheme of the enemy shall not hurt us in Jesus' name. We pray. We take authority against the principalities and powers, oh God, rulers of darkness, oh God, and all that is at war with us. That's why your word says we should put on the Oh, Lama Father, Lord God, help us to wear the hammer, the heart, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit of our feet, short with the preparation of the gospel, praying with all prayer and supplication, and, and watching and persevering, oh God. Father, Lord God, let us, oh God, Father, Lord God, be fully cladded in our hammer. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord God, we pray that you receive all the glory. Oh no, in Jesus' name we pray we speak life we speak favor we speak blessings into our week we speak oh god success we speak abundance of your grace and your favor your mercy upon our lives upon our children in jesus name we pray father we ask that you protect us our going out and our coming and according to your word in psalm 121 i said you will preserve our soul from evil you preserve our going out and our coming in from this time for an evil forevermore lord god we thank you our will for this assurance that you have given to us receive all the glory in jesus name we pray amen lord we are grateful take all the glory in jesus name amen the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit abide with us now forevermore amen god bless you richly i will see you tomorrow by the same time amen bye